This podcast contains adult themes, language, and situations. Listener discretion is strongly advised. and hello to all the pups and pup lovers listening in. I am Barely Normal. I'm Canes. And I'm Loki. Bark, bark. And you are listening to Off Leash, a definitely not safe for work podcast about puppy play and consensual sexual kinks. One of these days I'll be able to say that without stumbling over that. That's a hard thing to say. So today's subject is human pups and sexuality. So let's start with the obvious question. Is puppy play specific to gay and bi men? So the the simple answer is no, but we'll dive uh-huh. a lot further into this um, because okay. there's definitely a misconception to it um, mm-hmm. because you see mostly gay males doing mm-hmm. like in the pup play headspace or pup pup play in public. But right. it, it's not it's not primarily just have to be gay by male it, it it can be any sex or any pronouns you want to use because i mean there's there's different breeds of every dog <laughs> like yes we're that's not, true we're not gonna you know be here and be like oh you have to be this breed um that's that's not that's not human puppy play where it's all inclusive so a- anyone can join okay but predominantly i have to say you're probably what 85 percent male yeah i mean 80 80 to 85 percent i'm i'm guesstimating um is mm-hmm. probably gay i don't really n- know the percentage of that but um there are more females getting into it um mm-hmm. I, I know a few few twitter um accounts that are starting to yeah. get into it that are female so we'll we'll see what happens the next couple of years but i think i think okay. it's still growing why do you guys think it's growing what's it, it's that headspace so like when mm-hmm. when people you know, find out, oh, it's not just about sex. It's about the actual headspace. It's about the escapism of my everyday life and, you know, figuring out, oh, wow, this is actually something completely different than what my everyday life is going to be, like all the pressures of that. Um, Mm -hmm. And they're able to relax and actually unwind um, from a long day at work or, or what it, it's, it definitely is very helpful and that's mm-hmm. why people are drawn to it. But there is also the sexual side of it as well, which, you know, when yeah. when I'm when I'm on Grinder, for instance, like I just mm-hmm. literally had this the other day. Someone hit me up and was just like, hey, can I own you? <laughs> that was his, that was uh, yeah, his opening yeah, remark. That was his really? opening remark. Wow. And I was just like, <laughs> Uh, um, no, <laughs> that's not the way that works. Jeez, um, <laughs> and I wow. literally linked him to the podcast. I was mm. like, "Here is a great intro video yeah, just... to <laughs> what your question to learn are. how to do this." Yeah, <laughs> yeah, don't do that. Don't don't do that. That's like coming up to somebody's dog and saying, "I'm that you're my dog now." It's like <laughs> exactly. you know, it's like. Although I was I was in a uh, I was in a wine bar the other day, and they. I, I live in Oregon and Oregon is very dog friendly, canine friendly. And there was probably three or four dogs in this little wine bar. And I stuck my hand to pet one and the dog let me pet it. And the guy I was with, we sat down. He says, you should never do that. Never go up to a dog and, and just pet it without asking permission of the owner. And I'm like, well, first of all, the owner brought the dog into a public space and the dog was off leash just like our podcast and it was walking around it's like if the dog comes over to me and i put my hand out to pet it and the owner doesn't care then you know that's that's fine but and i guess it's the same way with uh pup play like this if you're walking around as a as a loose pup then i guess people can touch you right 
I mean, uh, it depends on your touching. But well, I mean, I, mean, you could, I could pet you, but I'm not going to yeah, like so grope like, you in public if you're just walking around off leash, you know. So it's definitely it's definitely one of those things where, you know, you still have to ask for permission, not necessarily verbal, but, you know, pulling out your hand is a very telltale sign of, oh, I want something. Can I pet you type of thing? And the and mm-hmm. the puppy will actually make the decision to go closer to you for those yes. pets. Don't just go up to a puppy and just start petting them um, <laughs> because they might freak out that you're touching well, yes. them because there's some pups that just won't like to be touched. So you got to give right. them that option, especially when they're in that headspace. And it's that's like it. That's like even with the furries, that's you don't just, just go up and give them a. Yeah, yeah, it's that's just common sense. Anyone. <laughs> yes, not, that's not with. You know, I'm not going to go up to my neighbor and be like, "I'm going to pet you." <laughs> just... Well, I don't know if you've ever been to Thailand or not, but if you're blonde-haired in Thailand, every one of them will touch you over there. Oh, oh yeah, I'm curious they... on that. Loki, we the... need to go there now. I want to see this. Yeah. <laughs> so they, I mean, blonde-haired in in Thailand is really really good luck, and so if you have a child with blonde hair or you're traveling with a child with blonde hair, all the locals will come up and want to touch the blonde hair for good luck. And they just don't even ask permission. They just come right. I was traveling with my cousin. He had blonde hair and I, we literally had to shield him from people when we were in public. Cause they would want to come up and touch him. Kind of like the Pope out in public, you know, oh, it's like that's touch oh, me, touch me. I would dye my hair. <laughs> so oh, he ate it up. Oh, he ate it up. Oh. He thought it was the greatest thing. And then people were asking him if they could buy him things. And he's like, oh, yes. He was like 14 years old. And random strangers are asking him if they could buy him things. And he's like, yes, I'd like those Nikes. I'd like that sweatshirt. And literally, they would go and buy him the stuff and bring it to him. His father and everybody's like, would you stop doing that? Just stop. He's like, why should I stop? I'm getting free shit. <laughs> I mean, that's the way to, you know, take and take, a, you know, what what is it? Use the system. <laughs> use the system use what you got man. Yep. use what you got so so let's jump along to so we talked about it is primarily predominantly gay and bisexual men in the puppy world either as pups or handlers now loki what would you say about that uh that is that is pretty accurate the majority of pups currently are you know male identifying mm-hmm. and still attracted to males of the same sex mm-hmm. is what they identify as but it is definitely um definitely growing into other categories female pups are starting to get a lot more a lot more common mm-hmm. so for example um since a no names are going to be given i feel okay with doing this but um so my alpha is actually um having a form of relations with someone he's been friends with for a very long time and she thought, you know, she's like, whatever, you know, I might want to try it or whatever. And she actually really enjoys it. And she has started to get into puppy play a lot more, which she's still very new and still mm-hmm. learning a lot. So, I mean, that's a good thing. So she is the new relationship with your alpha? Um, or she is your alpha? No. Oh, well. Um, I, she, no, it's fine. I'm just making it clear to everybody listening. Um, no, it's it's a... It's a form of relations with my alpha. So my alpha is having relations with her. Okay. Gotcha. So what is it that you guys feel? So how would you two describe your sexuality? Well, I'm, I'm definitely very just the male gay male gay. Yeah. So, (laughs) so I, I I have to, okay. This is how gay I am. Okay. Okay. Can I tell how gay are you? So I I am, I'm very gay. So um, when I was growing up, uh, about like this is when I was like 20 21 years old and mm-hmm. uh this was a while ago but uh basically this girl was um we were at a party and mm-hmm. uh I started finger banging this girl okay and I made her come okay and I was just like ew 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 ew, ew. and I literally <laughs> shook my hand as I'm going to wash my hand of <laughs> All the cum that she just spat all over my hands. Uh, I'm very much gay. Okay. <laughs> Plain and simple. Okay. All right. But see, now that 
you're not a platinum gay because you touched a vagina. Oh so. yes, no, I've, I've he's actually, a gold gay though. Yes, he's a gold gay. Mm-hmm. If you want to use those terms, technically. Okay. My husband says he's a platinum gay because he was born cesarean and he has never touched a vagina ever. Not even when he was being born. He said, I've never touched a vagina. It's just terrible. It's nasty. It's it's just ew. Ew, 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 ew. So my words. Yeah. I've been hmm. married to women twice and now I'm married to a man. And I gotta tell you, men are so much more fun. That's, I mean, that's... I keep telling all my straight friends this, but they don't believe mm-hmm. me. They don't believe. Are you are you trying to turn them gay? Yes. I mean Yes. Okay. Well, well we're talking I've about before, sexuality right now. Well, I mean, you know, I mean there's I always say that, you know, a straight man is only one six packs away from a cock sucking. So it, it's very true. I I know <laughs> firsthand fair share of doing that. <laughs> I think I just sent Loki into a, a into a, a hemorrhage. What's wrong, Loki? <laughs> so Loki, what's your sexuality? Um, I identify as, um, and we'll also go into my gender identity because might as well. Mm-hmm. Um, I identify as a non-binary demi pansexual. Okay, you're gonna have to explain all of that. <laughs> so let's break it down. So non-binary. We're doing this podcast for people that may not know what these things mean, and we right. have to explain it to them. So let's break that down. So let's. What does non-binary mean? Non-binary means that you don't technically conform to either male or female. It means that you either... So non-binary is kind of a gender... Is a... Not a gender... Jesus Christ. a um, An umbrella term. Um, okay. So things that kind of in a way fall underneath non-binary would be like, um, like gender fluid um, and things along that type of line. Mm-hmm. I just flat out identify as non-binary not necessarily gender fluid even though i do kind of in a way um identify as that but it just basically means that you don't conform to either male or female hence the reason non-binary because gender was originally thought of as a binary concept male or female one or the other yeah pretty much yep okay and then demi pansexual so that's actually two different things okay um, <laughs> So pansexual just means that you have a attraction to pretty much anyone. Mm-hmm. Um, nothing really conforms off of it, right? So it's people that consider like, right? So the cis male, someone who is like biologically male and identifies as male. Mm-hmm. Um, Has a penis. Correct. Okay. If they... <laughs> well, let's... I mean, let's... <laughs> Yes. Never, yes I, I mean, let's. Okay. Yes. Um. So. Sorry. The, <laughs> Welcome so to our that, podcast. Welcome to our podcast. Great. We tell it's not safe for work, so we can talk about penises and vaginas and yes, you know. <laughs> um. So pansexual just basically means that a cis male, a male that is biologically a male, has right. penis and everything from birth. Mm-hmm. Um. And identifies as male, if he finds interest, sexual attraction, or romantic attraction in that regard to only females, right, mm-hmm. they would be considered a straight cis male. Okay. Um, however, that means that they don't necessarily find attraction to, um, and this sounds like a horrible term, I apologize for anyone that feels like I have wronged them ahead of time. Um <laughs> Any uh, sexuality is such a sensitive subject. I mean, yes. there are so many. I can tell you for a fact, if you go to Great Britain and you want to apply for a driver's license or an ID card, there are 36 checkboxes for gender yep. on the application for an identification in Great Britain. So they won't necessarily um, find interest in a transgender. So MTF, male to female, a transsexual were considered anyone considered. And identifies as a transvestite, um, which is an old term that is not used anymore, <laughs> and it might trigger some people. Well, yeah, mm-hmm. um, but there is technically a specific um, fall underneath it. It's just considered kind of rude now. Um, mm-hmm. yeah. However, they won't find it. Um, they won't find that person attractive, right? Because they weren't born and currently a female. So okay. pansexual 
It's basically like being bisexual, but not giving a fuck. Okay. <laughs> okay. So um, basically whoever you're attracted to, you're attracted to. Correct. Okay. Um, and usually that it also tends to deal with more about the person finding an interest in the person, not necessarily the... Uh, their bits. Yes, their physical <laughs> characteristics. Yes. Um, so the demi portion of it is a full term is demisexual. So demi meaning? Demi meaning that I don't find sexual attraction in people until okay. I get to know them and obtain a connection. But since it's anyone and it doesn't really matter as long as I like obtain that connection, I feel you mm-hmm. know comfortable with the individual, then my full sexuality term would be demi pansexual. So romantic attraction is different than sexual attraction. Correct. In that in that world, right? Correct. Because you can you can be asexual and have a romantic um attraction to people, but still have either very, very little sexual um attraction or tendencies or thoughts or whatever the case may be, either for a very small amount for a very short period of time or just never have. Um so it kind of falls a little bit under that too. My sexuality, I I identify as gay, but I mean, people will argue with me. They say, well, you were married to women and you had sex with women. And my answer to that is, well, I was Catholic. (laughs) It had nothing to do with my sexuality. It had to do with the fact that my norms were you have to be with a woman, even though I much preferred the cock. Um, So... I mean, it took me a long time to come out and come to terms with that. I totally, I totally understand where you're coming from because I was actually just reading an article about. Sorry, I read really random articles. I don't even know where I find them because I'm pretty much scrolling on Twitter or Instagram, and then like an ad will pop up, and I don't realize that it's an ad. So then I'll go to it and start reading like this thing, and then it'll uh, like be a rabbit trail for something else, and then I'll just continually go and go and go. I do and it four all hours time. later, yeah, exactly. Says, I have to get to work. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's like, damn it, what oh, happened? Oh, damn. Okay. Um, <laughs> sorry, that AD, the you know, the ADHD kicks in, and I start uh-huh. like going, woo. Okay. Um, oh yes. But uh, you know, I was reading an article that was talking about you know the upbringing of people might shelter them from actually understanding how they're really feeling sexuality mm-hmm. wise. So like you were talking about you know, being raised in a Catholic church type of thing, you wouldn't mm-hmm. you wouldn't have the experience of knowing what gay is um, in a lot of ways. No. You wouldn't know those terminologies. You wouldn't know if it was OK to do that or if you had feelings right. for someone else. You wouldn't because because, again, the church, you know, is all about it has to be a man and a woman. Um, right. Which can be damaging to some degree with, you know, people's development um, because they might not feel comfortable in their skin for a very right. long time. And so it's definitely it, it's it's really tough because you can get those environmental that they're raising environments that uh, you basically um, are being sheltered from who you really truly want to be. Well, you know, I, I, I joke about being raised Catholic and I was never abused by the priests. Damn it. Um, There were a number of priests that there were a number of young priests when I was an eighth and ninth grader. Oh my God. I would have, I would have fallen on my knees and just, you know, prayed to the, to the cock God in front of me. Had they just said yes. Well, to break the ice and calm tension. um, Yes. Have you ever heard of the Catholic joke? Uh The Catholic joke? Yeah. So you know how Alter's boy's hair is parted right in the middle usually? Uh, Okay, sure. Do you understand why? No, why? Because the priest will go up to him and tell him, hush, my child, hush. Okay, we're going to tell Alter boy jokes now. All right, so (laughs) I can say it because I was Catholic. I was Catholic and an Alter boy. So I was visiting my sister in Wisconsin last winter, and we went to Mass. And as I was walking out after mass, I noticed there was these two altar boys laying in the snow face down with their pants down. And I said, what are you boys doing? And they said, oh, it's okay. Father just likes a couple of cold ones after mass. Oh, 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 but seriously, but seriously, folks. So, so what is it about? Let's get back to our puppy discussion. What is it about pups? 
because we've gotten off the rails. Clearly, that's my trademark, getting off the rails. What is it about pup play that appeals to the sexuality side? Puppy play actually appeals to the sexual side for a multitude of reasons. Um, some of them more common than others, obviously. Um, but they usually fall under, you know, the person is able to feel, the puppy rather, is able to feel more comfortable. So they're more comfortable in the situation, right? So mm -hmm. they may be, may also help them relax, right? So for those who participate in anal sex, obviously, you need to be able to calm down, relax, make sure no one gets hurt or any damage is done. Um, and sometimes the only way they could do that is with the hood, muzzle, or even just the headspace in general, mm -hmm. um, not necessarily gear. Um, outside of that, it could also be... A, discretion from personal issues that may be you know causing issues in the bedroom so for example um there's been studies on if you have a bunch of stress in your life it can actually cause like ed erectile dysfunction and things like that because of stress and you know emotional issues depression can also cause that anxiety things like that mm -hmm. um and sometimes being able to get in that headspace even if it's just part of the way helps a lot with that because it helps them kind of forget about that mm -hmm. and be able to perform like they normally would in the bedroom. Okay. Um, outside of that, I mean, it could also be in the sense of that, generally speaking, when you have a pup and handler or a alpha and further on down the line from the pup hierarchy, um, it would be in a sense of not having to be in control all the time they may be like a manager or a high position at their normal job and they're always having to worry about is all this stuff happening everything down the line is it working fine is everything doing how it should and they have to focus on 100 things or a day to make sure everything's going to be all right and in that headspace and stuff they may not have to worry about necessarily anything just take orders and you know do things like that so yeah, I, I definitely agree with Loki. Um, I was actually going to talk about, uh, you know, the, the headspace definitely adds a little bit of more of like, you're more focused on that one thing, the pleasure side of things. And, and it could be that, you know, again, like he was talking about your, your job is so stressful that you really can't turn off your brain. And I know a lot of people like this. They have very, very stressful jobs dealing with, you know, security or IT or, you know, de dealing with, you know, uh, health issues, dealing with uh, all sorts of stuff. But right. when they get into that headspace, it clears all of that up so that they can be more, you know, positive and being that, you know, have that energy to where they're able to perform sexual acts, like able to actually, you know, get hard and, you know, be basically a lover to, you know, their partner mm -hmm. or partners mm -hmm. in a fun way. And it's also really fun just to do it in doggy style, too. <laughs> well, I, I will agree with that 100 percent. Yeah. Um, yes. So just out of curiosity, doggy yes. style does mean I get a treat afterwards, right? Oh, yes. 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 Definitely. Yes. What Just kind of treat would you like? What kind do you have? I, you, no, you're supposed to say, I don't know, diamonds, gold, whatever, you know. If you like, you, then you put huh, you a know, just ring gold, on it. frankincense, wine. Myrrh. Yeah. <laughs> gold, frankincense, or myrrh. You know, what? Uh, why not? <laughs> oh, myrrh. Myrrh. Oh, myrrh. Oh, no. <laughs> so let's talk about group sex. Okay. A little bit. So. <sighs> does <laughs> yes rough, please ooh, rough, rough, rough. so a pack uh, both of you are in a pack are you in the same pack you're not in the same pack are you uh well i i was in a pack but um uh -huh. i am not in a pack right now um oh you're packless yes i am not in a pack right now um i mean I'm i technically packless as well yeah so i definitely uh like have that experience of being in a pack I'm definitely looking to, you know, be a pack leader later down the road. Okay. You know, maybe with Loki or, you know, some other people as well. But I'm definitely, you know, looking into it. I definitely want to do that. But you have to build that connection first mm -hmm. in that regard. And you want to, sorry, just the crinkling kind of just 
made me lose my track of mind. Uh, did, did you AMSR? Yes. Yeah. I literally All of a just, sudden, I was just like, okay. Huh. Um, <laughs> <laughs> but, um, oh gosh, noises, just, just, just noises. Okay, Noises we're cutting all of this out. Um, oh, no. No. oh no! No 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 no! That's what makes this show the best thing is that we don't cut anything out. We're pretty much you know unless it's long silences, all the stuff stays in there. Sorry. Okay, so let's break you back. Okay. from your AMSR okay. or okay. ASMR so, and talk about pa- packs. Yes, and group sex. Yes, you're gonna so, you're gonna be a group sex leader pack, right? Yes. You're gonna have a, you're gonna, so okay, packs don't necessarily mean that it's all sexual. Okay, but I mean, there is a definitely a sexual side to it. Um, I think the next well, episode yeah. we are going to talk about it more because the next episode is polyamorous. Yes, and we're going to be talking a lot more about packs and the pack dynamics. But right. there is a lot of sexual sides to a pack, but there also at the same time is not. And okay, what I mean by that is I was in a pack before where we would hang out and have you know, the the non-sexual side of the pack where we would all hang out and, you know, have, you know, uh, Thanksgiving dinner or Christmas dinner or, you know, just a, a birthday weekend that we were hanging out or, or, or whatever. And there's like, mm-hmm. you know, a good 12 of us all in one little area. Oh, wow. Okay. But there's also the side of it that is sexual. Yes, we did have sex. Most of us had sex, but there was a few that weren't actually sexualizing the puppy headspace so they okay. wouldn't actually have sex with you they okay. were asexual i believe is the term right loki mm-hmm. correct okay uh sorry i'm still getting so asexual used- means no sex correct asexual means very little to no sexual um tendencies interest uh actions okay. if at all any and so gotcha like we would definitely just have that sexual side of the playing stuff in like mm-hmm. more of a private area or like alone with you know other people it wasn't it wasn't necessarily that the whole pack was a group orgy and okay i mean there are some that are (sighs) literally a group orgy and okay they're very fun when you when you get so and this is the thing like like pups their natural tendency is to be horny because they're focused on one thing so with with gay males how much do you mm-hmm. think about sex? Every day, every minute of the day. Okay. So when That's you why I have grinder open 24 seven. So <laughs> when you are now in a puppy headspace and you're focused uh-huh. only on one thing, what is that one thing going to be? Sex. Yes. Clearly. Yeah. So yes. most of the time for mm-hmm. most people, it is sex. And so okay. that's why the sexualized you know, nature of puppy play is there because – you're focused on one thing. You're wanting sex. Hey, are you horny too? Let's fuck. Right. Right. It's, well, it, but it gives you a safe place to do that too. Yes, correct. And in, in a yes. pack environment, yes, because yes. you're not you're not because there's usually rules involved uh, when when it's a mm-hmm. sexual pack. Uh, they usually, if they're going outside the pack, they have to get special permission for that. Mm-hmm. So it keeps the pack members really healthy. And mm-hmm. uh, a lot of times a dom will actually have them all on prep or um, other medicines okay. to make sure that there's not uh, SCDs and regular testing. So mm-hmm. it's just basically the, the pack dynamics are all going to be always different. But um, you see a lot of those uh, themes going through each one um, that are okay. sexualized. Cool enough. Loki? Yes. What? what? <laughs> your pack. What is your pack like? Or so your, actually... your pack list? Well, you were correct. Yeah. So what was your pack um, like before your pack list? So I technically, I will admit that I've never actually been in a pack because um, I don't consider the one when I went to my, we're going to call it quote unquote school. Um, when I went to it, I didn't classify them necessarily as a pack. I classified them as more of like quote unquote study buddies. Um, study buddies. Um, so we used to call the one thing when I went to this Catholic Christian university and we would study in our underwear. We were study buddies. Mm. Yes. You know, basically. Mm-hmm. Um, yes. It's so hot in here. I think I might take my pants off. Okay. Like, yeah. Uh-huh. What were you guys studying? My, uh, I don't remember, but it usually wound up being anatomy. each other. Yes. Um, <laughs> oh, I'm just, just, you know, 
throwing a you know that you're studying dicks. Bone. Yeah, you're 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 throwing a bone at me. Yes. Yeah. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yep. Yeah. Um. But people I named wouldn't... Richard. We were studying. Yes. 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 Richard. Yeah. <laughs> Richard the first. Richard the second. You know all those. The Richards. satchel of Richard. Maybe the maybe a Prince Albert here and there. Here and there. Yes. You're Sorry, Loki. Go on. Um, so I don't really consider them a pack. Um. Uh-huh. The situation that I'm in that sounds very similar to a pack is just a uh, polyamorous relationship that I'm in. Okay. And we'll so talk about that more. A little different, but we'll talk about in, it next in episode. our next episode. Awesome. So when someone goes to a mosh. Oh, I love is that just Is that so my first when I first heard the term mosh, I thought of the old uh, grunge scene of music where people are just like running together and getting sweaty and bloody together uh, at the concerts where they would just like run into each other. And that was a mosh pit. Beat the fuck out of everyone. Basically. Yes. Yeah. So is that what a, is that kind of what a mosh is in the puppy world? No, no, <laughs> no. Oh, okay. running into each other naked and just like having a good old time. Is that, I mean, not... it's happened. Let's be honest. It's, There's oh, been sure. some bloody noses and shit sometimes. Oh yeah. Yeah. Accidentally. Yeah. Not, pup, like pups, actually beating the fuck out of people. Pups can get a little rough at times when you're in the play area um mm-hmm. the, it, it can get a little t- uh rough and tough because wrestling um happens yes. a lot of times like i've literally been picked up by like and and i'm not i'm not light by any means <sighs> but like i <laughs> i know this one pup he's very large and lifts a lot um mm-hmm. and <sighs> literally he picked me up literally by like the waist and just like carried me up as like okay uh, like just randomly i mean i've done that to you well no like <laughs> you know you're you're you know 120 pounds I, what I, were you wearing at the time uh well i was wearing a, a chalk strap. strap and uh okay that's um, it a pup hood um harness mm-hmm. and a collar with a leash around it all right but yeah, basically, um, I put my legs around his waist, mm-hmm. and then he was like, "Oh, okay." And then he grabs my leash and uh, stands up with me, basically, basically almost basically riding riding him um, in a, okay. in a sense. But we, you know, mm-hmm. still had a jock on and um, mm-hmm. wasn't actually penetrating. But um, Mosh's, let's let's. Uh, <laughs> Let's go back. Let's, let's, let's go back to Mosh's. Yes. Now that we know that you like to fuck while you're put your legs around, you know, just riding a cop yeah, that'd up be in the air great. like that. You know? Um that okay. would be really great. Um <laughs> Okay, we'll just plan for it. Yeah, great. We'll just plan for that, Loki, yes. Loki, okay. when are you coming here? Um again. <laughs> Soon. Yes. So Mosh's technically aren't sexual. They have very specific rules there okay. that basically they they don't want that. And the reason why is because not all pups are sexual. Um, Correct. There are there literally are straight like males that will go to these events in full pup gear and mm-hmm. have like a handler that is their girlfriend that is basically okay. you know or or their you know friend that is watching them because I know uh, another one that's that's literally uh, has a friend that's a girl that literally is his handler you know they're they're not going to be a, a sexual thing it's literally the headspace they want to play with squeaky toys play fetch roll around get pets that's about it they're not going to have any sexual tendencies that they want to do um, outside of what they do in the bedroom with their mate or their handler or whatever is going on okay. there so there's definitely like a play area where you know there's a bunch of squeaky toys if you want to be popular at a at a mosh just have a squeaky toy in your pocket and stand in the middle of the play area <laughs> and just start squeaking it while it's hidden so like like ha! like hide it in your sweatshirt or something and then uh-huh. like just squeak it and then you'll you'll get like a pup to turn and you just be like what what i didn't do anything <laughs> and then you squeak hmm. it again and they're like where did that come from um hmm. and they'll like you know usually come over and try to investigate note to self bring squeaky toys to blfc for the pup mosh that's going on yes yes <laughs> it's it's very fun but there's usually a, a play section and then there's like a cuddle section or like a low low right. feel like type of area and usually that's mm-hmm. like more of like a cuddle pile that's still mm-hmm. like safe for work still 
Um, right. But ish, ish. Yes, for sure. Ish. Like we're talking kink wise, um, you know, right. safe I mean, for work. Cuddle puddle, safe for work. Come on. I mean, you know, there's a lot of boners in a cuddle puddle. Yes. Yes. But <laughs> we're not going out and like, you know, pulling it out and start like fucking each other. That's that's just not happening at a at a at a mosh pit. And, and probably and a lot of moshes take place in public spaces oh yes like clubs or things like that so you're not gonna because you'd violate several laws correct for public sex so correct i mean but there are moshes that are definitely sexual um mm -hmm. and get to be a full-on orgy but they're mostly at like after the the mosh or like at a different time other than the 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 public mosh they're like usually they're usually in private events yeah in a private very event private events Yes. All right. Cool. Okay. So packs. So you mentioned that packs, some are solely based on sex, some are not. And there's there's rules, there's regulations. Well, I mean regulations. It's not like there's a national puppy alliance uh that that puts out the, the regulations for puppy play. Although if anyone wants to form that <laughs> I'm sure there will be, because that would be really great. <laughs> the National Puppy Alliance. They just have the emergency broadcasting, like the weather yes. system on the TV. Yes. This is an announcement from the National Puppy Alliance. Are you having group sex? If so, make sure that you're following the regulations. No, I. You all have to share. Testing and sharing is required. Yes. yes. Okay, and now I'm going to form the National Puppy Alliance. Yeah. <laughs> you always have to record every sexual endeavor and post it to this forum. So that everyone, awesome. so that everyone can see it. Everyone can see, yes. Well, I, you know, I'm going to mention there's a the Telegram chat that I joined in order to promote our podcast. The Puppy Telegram chat has over t over 1,200 members. Oh yeah, and it's insane because you can't keep up with the conversations fast enough. I mean, at any given time, there's maybe 200 people on online or 200 pups online, and it's just like it just happens. <laughs> You're like. Here's a pup. Here's here's my podcast. Like and then like twenty messages. Yeah, and they start talking about things like yeah. I, I said this podcast. There you go. Yeah, there we are. So yeah, so, I I completely and, understand. And and again, I I we're we're going really great on the on the podcast. The amount of people. I'm actually really blown away at how many people are listening. Right. So let's the question that comes up a lot and it's come up in various chats and whatnot. Is puppy play a form of bestiality? Definitely not. <laughs> Definitely not. No. Okay. Is so, it? Is it fantasizing bestiality? Uh, no. So okay. it's still definitely much so a human underneath of the puppy head, mm -hmm. puppy like mask. It is. So yes. we know this. Yes. Mentally, we know that's a pup. That's a human. Yes. Bestiality okay. is completely different um, yes. because uh, you don't know. And this is it's hard to say because there are people that are into that and there's are people that are really against it. Um, mm -hmm. But the, the bestiality side of things um, is literally like the, the argument that people have is, is there consent? Um, mm -hmm. And that's probably the the biggest difference um why this is not bestiality is because there is a very clear line of actual consent um in in that regard okay okay so have you encountered anyone that you've had to like kick out of the pack or get out say get away from me because you're just too fucking weird uh, <laughs> I, I mean, let's let's say you. I so mean, you go to are, a mosh. And, there are and definitely you... some some weirdos out there. I don't kink shame. So, like, if you uh -huh. have a really you know obscure kink that you really like, I love hearing about mm -hmm. it. Actually, um, mm -hmm. because I might not have even heard about it. There's some kinks out there that I'm like, that's a thing. Um, because again, <laughs> I was sheltered when I grew up. And yes, I've been uh -huh. in the pup community for seven years, um, mm -hmm. but again, I'm still learning. I'm learning constantly about other kinks, but 
to answer your question, I do get messages all the time on Grinder in my mm-hmm. area, people going, Hey, do you like fucking uh bio dogs? And then they will send me photos. Like, oh. like full well, on. I hope you 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 block them. I oh, hope. oh yes, yes. I block like them like immediately. immediately. Yes. <laughs> okay, exactly. yes. Thank you. Thank you. Because wow. Okay. But like that's the thing. Like, like it does happen a lot. And when you have the puppyhood, um, there is a big like mix up sometimes of not people knowing um, that mm-hmm. it is like a completely separate thing. Okay. From bestiality I, to, you know, pup play. It's well separate. <laughs> right. But I would imagine that there are a few that pop that, that kind of jump into the community, if you will, because they've got that other kink and so they're trying to yes i could i could see that i've never met someone okay that is i've never met anybody either so that has like specifically said that that's why they got into pup play um Mm -hmm. most of the time people when they say that they got into pup play it's usually the headspace or wanting to uh fuck a human that's a dog Mm -hmm. (laughs) okay all right fair enough fair enough so let that that begs the question, Canes. Why did you get into pup play? Oh, I got into pup play because it was very sexual, um, mm-hmm. and uh, it was. So this was like seven years ago um, mm-hmm. when Tumblr was a thing. This is telling you how far back ago um, when Tumblr <laughs> actually had good content. Um, before it went Christian, yes. Yeah, before it went all clean and no one could find anything anymore. That's right. Yeah. Maybe <laughs> um, Musk will buy that and bring it back. Who knows? Oh my God. I hope not. <laughs> Tumblr just needs to die in a hole. <laughs> just, just, yeah. It's yeah, yeah. it's gone. It's gone. It's never coming back. <laughs> um. But yeah. So I was on Tumblr. Um. And I found some pages that were. Um you know, pup oriented. And I thought it was mm-hmm. really cute and really hot. Um, mm-hmm. you know, cause this, this person was literally in the pool. Um, and I was like, Ooh, this anonymity, anonymous, um, ability of this person to not ever, um, be like showing their face, but also showing their body and being proud of their body and actually acting Mm -hmm. in a different way was very intriguing to me. I didn't know what a furry was. I didn't know anything about kinks. I didn't know anything. Um, So I started diving into, I mean, I knew about BDSM, but like, I didn't Mm -hmm. know about like the other various forms of kinks that were out there. I thought it was literally Mm -hmm. like one or the other, like there was no in between or other things. It was literally just okay. Fifty Shades of Grey or nothing, and I was just okay. like, okay. <laughs> "Okay." And to clarify, Fifty Shades of Grey is not a great representation of the kink community. Um, it's a no, shit it's not representation. Yeah, it's a, it's a very poor, rep- a very poor, very poor. But very um, poor. <laughs> yeah, so I basically started looking at it. I actually messaged that uh, one of the um, accounts that I was following, and uh, it was luckily because uh, he actually was a local um, to me. Um, and so we started talking and that's when I met him at a pup mosh and then, um, basically started figuring out what it means to be a puppy and the rest is history. And a puppy you are now. Yes. Big time puppy. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) Got to form your own pack. Bring all your pups together. There we are. That's a lot. (laughs) (laughs) I know quite a few puppies. Uh Uh-huh. You're going to have a big pack when you say I'm going to be a pack leader. You're going to be like. I mean, this is later down the road. I don't even (laughs) have my own place yet. Um, So Uh because I want I want like a like a house, like a like a um, house where um, I can actually have like pups live with me. Um, so we're getting that like 12 bedroom, seven bath, full pool, 12 car garage. Yeah, something like that. You got to buy the old Winchester mansion. (laughs) Yes, exactly. (laughs) No, With I'm gonna. Stairs that go nowhere. Have you seen? Have you seen uh, Jeffrey Star's house? It's no. It's massive. It's like it's like 27 different rooms. There's an arcade. Uh, oh, there's a full the, bowling alley. Yeah, full bowling alley. A movie theater. Wow. Um, like it has a it has a glass elevator. Nice for, for three floors. Where is this? It's in uh, L.A. area. It's so it's insane. We 
so it's a, is it for sale? Yes, actually, right now it is. Oh, <laughs> for like seventeen uh, billion or something like that. Seventeen billion. Okay, <laughs> yeah. well. I was gonna say, well, maybe we could get together, you know, five or six hundred pups, and you know, <laughs> kick in twenty bucks a piece, and we can buy the place. You know, <laughs> fifty to sixty pups. Holy crap! Well, that'd I mean, be, it's like that would be. Can you imagine that? Oh, oh, oh my god! Could you imagine awful. that would be that'd be insane? You, you know how much little would get done in that house? <laughs> Nothing. We'd have to hire a staff. Yeah. Oh, I mean, yes. Well. I mean, you could pay pups to do well. Okay, we're getting way off, oh, off yeah. track yes. at this point. So, okay, so let's talk a little bit more about your sexual packs, your non-sexual packs, and and the difference. How does that? So, if you have a non-sexual pack and you have a sexual pup in there, what what kind of happens? Does that pup like feel bad or no? Or so they know already. So it's kind of like. When when there is a non-sexual like pup inside of the thing, the sexual mm-hmm. stuff will happen, um, okay. and they just kind of just exclude themselves because they just don't want to be a part of that. Um, so okay. they might watch too. So some of them like to watch. It just it really depends on the pup itself, because um, there's not like a cookie cutter way of putting this. But well, um, no, yeah, but like basically, um. A lot of times what I've seen is uh, when the pup is not wanting to have that sexual interaction in that headspace, they usually just go into a different room or we wait until later when they're gone. Okay. Um, And um, like, yeah, there can be a little bit of like jealousy of that affection. Um, Mm Mm-hmm like in the pack because oh now i'm like by myself or like with this other pup you know that not doing anything just talking so there can be Mm -hmm. a little bit of a jealousy but again that's like kind of like the pack dynamics have to be really like ironed out you have to kind of like have that talk with them prior be like you know this isn't the time for the pets you know we'll do that Mm -hmm. at another time or 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 what whatever is happening okay and we'll get into more to that in our next episode on a polyamory because jealousy can rear its ugly head a lot. Oh yes, in in group dynamics, and we'll talk about that more in our next episode. So that brings us uh, close to the end of our episode, and so sexuality overall, do you feel like pup play is predominantly sexual or non-sexual? So. Puppy play technically is not sexual um, because okay. it's the escape of in my at least in my expertise, um, it's an escape of everyday life and being a puppy. Um, sure, there are the sexual sides to it. Um, people get into it just for the sex. Um, mm-hmm. But a lot of times they find that headspace and then they start realizing, oh, wow, this is not actually that sexual. It's more of the headspace of being free to not worry about medical or a job related is- issue or, you know, anything else. It, it's really able to be focused on um, that one thing that you're that you're trying to work on. And it also helps you focus on, like, say you're doing homework. You could probably get mm-hmm. your homework done a lot quicker when you're in pup headspace than you can without it because you're more distracted on your phone or your computer or something else like you can be more focused on that like subject at hand okay but to be fair you came to the puppy world because of the sexual side of it yes okay a lot of people do and a, a, a and, lot and, of people do yes yeah and I'll, and I'll tell you right now the sexual side of it is what attracted me to the puppy play although i'm not a pup i would consider myself more a handler than a pup but uh, and Loki's making the jerk off sign with his hands right now for some reason. So Loki, would you like to explain why you're making that jerk off sign with your hands? <laughs> Call him out. He's just all shy now. I know. Now he's all shy. He's like so. Unfortunately, folks don't get to see us while we're while we're doing this recording. And someday we'll record this the the video part. Because Loki's always got his eyes rolling and his eyebrows raising and all these little things that he does when we're talking. And it's like, 
uh, Loki, do you want something to say? And he's like, no, not really. <laughs> <laughs> but I, I know, I know Loki also got into the pup community with, uh, like for the sexual side of it, um, as mm-hmm. well. Cause we did talk about this in the, um, right. first episode, um, yes. Yes. where like, you know, it, we did all come from, you know, a point of, yeah, it's really hot because when you well, see someone in yeah. a hood completely naked, sure. I'm sorry. He's really with hot. A, yeah. With a, with a tail butt plug and a hard on. I mean, you know, let's, let's say that's, hot. yeah, it's very, it's very, to use a big word, it's very titillating. Oh, yes. Yes. <laughs> titillating. To be fair, it is like pornography is more mass produced than anything else. And a lot of people are yes. going to come across that more because humans are sexual beings for the most part with a few mm-hmm. outliers. Um, so, I mean, it's it's kind of not super uncommon for that. You know what I mean? And it, the pub play comes up in more like more commonly searched terms mm-hmm. so um which there's a whole graph of like most searched by state which is really cool to look at anyways right um, on Pornhub, yeah i've seen the graphs it's, it's that it's and then there's like a bunch of other studies and they do it like every year and it changes and every quarterly and mm-hmm. anyways um but like orgies and twink or muscular or chubby or obese or midget or whatever you know mm-hmm. what i mean um yeah because the pub community is so diverse putting those tags in there is more likely for it to show up in general sure sure so. the one thing that i do like about pup play and pup like the pup discord servers and the telegram stuff there's not a lot of body shaming no and and i will tell you right off the bat the gays are awful when it comes to body shaming i mean on grinder if you're not this hunky if you're over 180 pounds i don't want to talk to you pretty much yeah it's like oh if you're you're under 230 i don't want to talk to you that's right if if you're over 30 i don't want to talk to you if you're over 50 i only want to talk to you it's just like stop just go with people just talk just be a person just talk why why all the restrictions all right. I think that uh, we should bring this episode to a close. We want to keep it to under an hour for our, our listeners so that they don't have to uh, walk around with their boners after talking to us and they can uh, get a little, little, little relaxing time. Well, little next time I'm just going to start doing ASMR. There you go. Like this. Hi there. Hello. Hello. How are you today? I'm taking my cock out of my pants and rubbing it slightly <laughs> upon my underwear. It's like... <laughs> I'm sorry. I, little, I love oh. ASMR, but sometimes it can be uh, a little strange. <laughs> well, yeah. I mean, some of the strange things are. Anyway, so I have been Barely Normal. With me has been... Pupkins. And Pupkin. And you've been listening to Off Leash, a puppy kink consensual sexual podcast. I think oh, you got yeah. it this time. I got it that way. Yes, I got it. Hooray! All right. Um, And uh, with that, we're going to wrap this up and we will talk to you all next time. And next episode is polyamory. So tune in. Bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark. Bark, bark, bark.